So, fun fact about Jacqueline, she is the loudest, just such a fangirl at concerts, and I just, I'm just not that girl, and I just can't relate sometimes. She was sitting at the Jonas Brothers concert last night like this. Yeah, because I'm protecting my ears, and we've talked about this on the pod, how I'm all about ear health and making sure that my ears are, you know, healthy, but uh, Jacqueline does not care. Yeah, I'm just like there for the moment. I have a very loud scream at a concert, and that's just how I roll. And speaking of rolling, let's roll the intro. Well, welcome back to, to Potty Talk, Talk, the, the podcast, podcast where we should talk, talk ourselves. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And today we're sitting on opposite sides of the couch. Oh my god, we are. I'm not on my side. That's ridiculous. I know. That's why I was going to take number two mics. So that way wow. it would be lined up with the audio. Beauty. But you know what? We're changing things up today because... Alas, here we are. Because we just are. And we're wearing the comfiest PJs. I've never been more serene. Thank you, I had Nike. A great, yeah, huge thanks to Nike. Look at how swaggy we look. This is really just the comfiest outfit. <laughs> Love it. Um, so... We haven't done an episode where it's been just the two of us in a while because we've had a lot of guests recently. Yeah, it's nice. I kind of like having guests to not only hear their insights and spice things up, but then sometimes it's nice to just take it back to our, our beginnings and just have the two of us and just catch up on the OG. our lives. And we have a lot of catching up to do because you recently went to LA last weekend for the Revolve Awards. And I, I feel like so much happened. I was getting bits and pieces through text, but yes. I need to hear the full story and I think we should share it with everyone. So should sure. we just hop on into it? Yeah, I'm trying to like understand where to begin. I remember you told me you made a list because so many things were happening. You're like, I didn't want to forget to tell you anything. Yeah, I guess, so I was going to LA for the Revolve Awards. The drama of it- She was nominated. Yeah, I was nominated with Madison. And the drama of it all was that I had ordered all these dresses. So Revolve, when they do their trips and stuff, you don't always get to be exclusively wearing a piece. So if you choose a dress for a dinner, that doesn't mean that you couldn't yeah, show like up everyone wearing the same, the same dress. Yeah, everyone could pick the same dress, totally. Exactly. But because this is an award ceremony and because there's a red carpet and there's actual media and press, they allow you to kind of save dresses for you you and your yourself. That's so that it. way Tori Webster is the only one that shows up in that exactly. red dress. Exactly. And they have a whole like kind of master list that basically says Tori is wearing X color, you know, Rosie Huntingwood is wearing X color and they understand, right. you know, what everyone's wearing. So that way there's not a showdown and you have a cat fight of exactly. you're wearing my dress. No. Exactly. So which makes it fun because you get to be exclusively wearing a right. dress. But the complication of that is that, you know, there's obviously a hierarchy in any company. It's not just because it was Revolve, but, you know, the more A-list you are, the first pick you're going to get at the right. dress. Right. So Candace Swanepoel, is, the VS model, yes, is getting first whatever choice. Whatever she wants to wear. I love Candace Swanepoel, Candace by the way. Is that her, how you say her last name? Swanapool, yeah. Swanapool, Swanapool. So, yeah, whatever Candace wants, whatever Shay Mitchell wants to wear, you know, these like A list stars can choose whatever mm -hmm. they want from this sort of. And I guess I get it. Like, I totally get yeah. it. I mean, you know, their publicists are involved, they have stylists involved. It's like the a stakes whole other are thing. maybe like, a bit higher. I am truly dressing myself. There's not <laughs> much going on behind yeah. the scenes. So, anyway, so I'm going through this list probably three weeks prior to going to LA. And I mean, luckily I was sort of aware of the fact that maybe the nicest dresses would not go to me. So I was being strategic sure. about, okay, which colors do I like in a dress that maybe wouldn't necessarily be the so most wait, popular. So wait, how does it work? Did they send you, here's options you can pick from? Or No, that's what's complicated. They literally send you a link that has maybe 
three or 400 dresses and then you send your top five favorites and then they'll say this is available this isn't this is available this oh, isn't. Oh okay. Yeah so it's a little convoluted so anyways I did luck out in the sense that the two dresses I had a lilac one that I thought I was gonna wear that was my vision. I right. thought okay purple I'm gonna get a spray tan this will be the vibe. Sure. But then the nightmare began and I got home from Banff and I had 24 hours before flying to Los Angeles. While shooting a potty episode in between. Yes, while shooting a podcast episode in between, a busy day in between. And I was getting emails from the team saying, hey girls, so just let us know what dress you're wearing because again, trying to add it to the master list. We right. want to give any other dress because your backup dress could then, then go, go to someone, someone else. else. Totally. Um, so... Anyways, I get home and I'm excited to try them on thinking, okay, I mean, I'm 5'1", I'm a bit curvy. What are the chances I'm going to have to get this altered? I'm sure these right. gowns are always too long for me. Even with heels, I'm right. only 5'1". They're still meant for a model. So I get there and the dresses hadn't arrived. And I'm just... The joys of living up in Canada. Yeah, and, and I, I had mentioned, I obviously understand it's so common that we'll get things way later just because of the duties and because yeah, of all Yeah, it gets held at the border. 100%. So I wasn't completely shocked, but I was just so frustrated because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, the award ceremony is Friday. I'm flying out tomorrow morning, which was Thursday. Right, you don't have a lot of time now There's just to not account a lot of time. for any discrepancies, exactly. should there be any. Exactly, So, I mean, their team is amazing, and she said, don't worry, I'm going to send all the same dresses and options to LA. It'll it'll be there when you get there. You can try them on, let right. me know. So again, I get to LA, no dresses. I'm thinking, ah! oh my god. Were you getting nervous? Like what were what were your feelings about the I think the award leading show? up to LA, I was just having kind of a bad week. So I decided to just let loose with the wind. You know when you get when so many everything things so bad that you just have to say well, that's my life. Yeah, whatever you will know? be, will be. Yeah, so... It almost makes it a bit better because then you have, like, more pressure on it. It You're does. like, if it turns out great, that's a bonus. If it's shitty, well, whatever. Well, I was expecting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you, you lower your standards by so much that anything that happens just feels yeah. better than what you're I think that's expecting. a healthy approach sometimes. Yeah, I think, like, when you're in a rough spa space, mentally it's good yeah. to be like that as opposed to just crying over everything yeah. that goes wrong. So anyways, so I was going into LA thinking, well, what's going to be will be. I am not Candace, and I w am probably not going to win. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Sure. What but I'm also wearing. it's important that you feel special. It was a big moment. Like, I get it. I, yeah. get, I get both sides. Yeah, so I really lowered the standards. I was thinking, <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, and I get to LA, no dresses. Then finally Friday at around noon, and keep in mind the red carpet I think started at six o'clock that night so you literally have a four or five hour lead way of time I tried on the purple dress thinking that was the dress I was gonna wear and it was too big oh, it was no. just too long and a little bit too loose in the and it was a triple or double extra small so I was assuming but yeah. you never know again I'm short different brands the material, also fit sometimes different yeah, the material and so Anyways, it was it, it didn't work, and I thought, oh my gosh. And the red one, which I just literally chose as my backup, I'm right. thinking, oh, I don't even know that I wanted to wear that because you know your backup is never what yeah, you're, you're styling not in it. your head. Totally. So whatever, I then try on the red one, and Madison and I look, and we say, oh my gosh, this, this is, is the, the dress. One. Yeah, and it just fit really nicely. And I think again, going back to not having a super high expectation, I was even happier with it because. Mm -hmm. It just worked, yeah. and I was so happy I didn't have to get it's it like hemmed. a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it worked with my heels, and then... And also, red is just like a powerful color. I it always is, love yeah. Red. And I don't normally... I wouldn't normally wear red, so it was... Because normally I would go for the more pastel-y, right. lighter colors. Right, and then also that's kind of like a taboo thing to wear a red dress on a red carpet. Right. But we're breaking barriers. It's 2019, so it's screw true. that. It's true. So here we are, red on a red carpet. And yeah, I got a 
a blowout and you know like when someone does your hair and you're just thinking ma'am please pull it together you just never yeah. know it could be really good or it could be really bad well it's hard too when you're trying um someone else out that you haven't ever used before it's 100%. like a little risky yeah it's totally risky. yeah but she was great she put my extensions in perfectly it was so good and then i did my own makeup i was really happy with it so yeah, like all in all, the look came together, cannot complain. There was a little drama leading up to it, but I mean, mm -hmm. overall. So it was a success getting glam. What were the actual Revolve Awards like? Now I know it's like a very, it's just like the event of the year. Everyone who's anyone is there. Yeah, it's really What's the inside of it? I think it makes you realize that people are just people. It's one of those scenarios where I'm sure if you were a fly on the wall or someone that enjoyed the notion of celebrity sure. or the behind the scenes of Hollywood, it would seem really interesting and cool just because there's a lot of people there right. that are obviously quite successful and public and all of these things. Mm -hmm. However, it's just a party. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people are people, they're just drinking tequila, it's the same old, same old. Yeah. The friends that are friends with each other are hanging out with each other. It's just like any other party. I think it's become nicer that Madison and I have had more opportunities to be around that group of people because I think at first it can be slightly more intimidating. You don't know if right. it's acceptable to just say, hey girl, what's up? Like, Let's be friends. Have, yeah, you yeah. don't know where the line is, but I think because we've had experiences like traveling, doing the Revolve right. Around the World stuff with a lot of the girls, it's less weird. I mean, yeah. I'm not going up to Candace saying <laughs> hi. Yeah. I mean, you have to know your place. And yeah. the, the reality well, self -awareness is self-awareness is always key in yeah. those situations. And when it is an industry event, it's almost harder to be like that because people understand you, there's a reason you're there, if that yeah. makes sense. So you really do have to I'm gonna sneeze. compose yourself, you know? Speaking of composing yourself, what are you supposed to do? Look at the light to make you sneeze? Yes. Oh no, it passed. That's actually the worst feeling when you have a sneeze and yeah. you can't. Um, yeah, so It'll overall it was really good. I think also watching the behavior of people that you see online is so interesting and in real In what life. way? So, I mean, we aren't really friends, so I guess I can call it out, but so Stas, like Kylie's best friend. Yeah. Super lovely. Like I've been on trips with her. She's only ever been like so sweet to me, like nothing bad to say about the girl. I think she's gorgeous, whatever. But. When we were there at the award ceremony, her best friend was also nominated for, I forget what a what category, but mm -hmm. her best friend was nominated. I think she was Weren't they nominated, nominated as BFFs? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They were in our category. Cat yeah. You're right. So Stas and the friend were nominated for BFFs, and their table was just next to ours during the ceremony. And then after the category, they just got up and left, like when they didn't win. Oh. And I feel like that's really interesting because mm. it speaks to like the etiquette of it all. But again, they're kind of more A-list. So like them getting up to leave is like whatever power statement, girl, we got things to do. Sure. Which I understand, fine, fair but enough. But aren't there things going on like after the Yeah, there's like an after break. Yeah. There's a whole thing. Oh, okay. But I think it's just, it's that mentality. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel on, on, in that scenario very... C list, D list, and so <laughs> I feel very Z list in the situation. Yeah, so I, I feel like my ego would always get in my way in the sense that I would never stand up in the middle of an award show and just leave. Well, maybe it's going back to that whole thing of expectation. You went in there going, "Hey, I'm not gonna win. If I do win, it's a bonus, but I'm not gonna win. I'm not gonna right. win." Whereas maybe if you go in with the opposite mindset, it can be a big ego blow to think that maybe, "Oh, I've got oh, this in we the bag. Oh, should have won. Yeah, and then you're yeah, thinking, and you have well, the I'm expectation. Yeah, I, I, hey, I totally get it. Um, so it is what it is. But it is I fascinating just, to see. It is just fascinating to like watch a room of people that 
is so public and so much a vibe online mm -hmm. and then see how they interact in real life. Was that something common you felt? Was there a lot of like motion of the people like in between awards and categories or was it pretty much like a formal like? It was super formal. Oh, so it was noticeable. Yeah, I think left. that's why, yeah, yeah. It's very formal, it was tables and. Was it a dinner? No, but it was drinks. Okay. It was a, you know, kind of a cocktail ceremony. Yeah. But very formal and, hey. and, and constant. Like it's not like there was, a you know, moment like a, yeah, like it's not like an intermission yeah. where, of course, people are going to get up and leave or whatever. It was very much there was someone speaking on stage and then movement. And I wait, so who actually won your category then? The Victoria's Secret models. Oh, yeah. goes back to the Victoria's <laughs> Secret models. It was who? Which BFF pair? Oh, oh I forget their names. I would have to look it up. I oh, forget. okay. Um, well, but they were cute. to them. Yeah, they were. They were really cute. Um, but yeah, so just really interesting to watch the room. I, I feel like people watching in this scenario like that is so fun. Right. Now it's I know at great. first you were also debating whether to go or not. I mean, obviously I think yeah. you made the right choice. Was it everything it lived up to be slash are you glad you went? Yeah, I think that I am glad in the end that I went. I think it's the type of scenario, I mean, you don't, no one gets nominated for awards all the time. So I think it's a nice scenario to reflect and think, oh, cool. I'm being recognized for something. I agree. I think you'll remember that for a long time. Yeah, and we honestly ended up having such a great night. The after party was really fun. It was great to see some of the girls that we've become friends with over the last couple of years traveling with. So I, I really like visiting LA. I think there's such a nice, you know, group of people out there if you find the right people. No, for sure. Um, I think that's like anything, though. That's like any Sometimes city. Sometimes I yeah. feel like LA in general, and I mean, this is me speaking from an outsider's perspective, but I've obviously never like lived there for any amount of time. But I feel like it always gets a bad rap of being like, oh, LA, it's so like surface level and self-absorbed. I'm like, I think you're just hanging out with the wrong group of people then. Yeah. Like it's like any city in any Toronto, New York, like you can find those people anywhere. Yeah, I think it's LA so is a little bit more of that just because it's all about the industry. So mm. it's definitely. I feel like you hear the quote often. It's like, oh, LA is full of people who thought they were too good for their hometowns. And yes. I'm like, LOL. And that's very true yeah. of of LA, but I mean, yeah, it was it was really good. Our table was like all the Bachelor people, so Tyler, whatever his name is, Cameron, is that his oh, name? Oh yeah, yeah, the super popular one. Yeah, he was sitting across from me. I didn't realize who he was. He he did. Oh, wasn't he trying G to like talk to you? Yeah, he was asking me questions. I mean, like we were we were chatting, but I didn't actually enjoy his vibe at all. Oh, well, no, I didn't. I mean, this is potty talk. I will be honest. I just. I, I don't like this inherent I'm better than you vibe. Oh. And mm. I mean, that's just a lot of people, but he specifically just had that scenario. Like, this is my issue. People that know they're hot. I was gonna say, did he know he was hot he and like every like, girl knew wanted he him? He was hot. And yeah. I feel like that's such a turnoff, which is why leads me to my next thing. People like David Dobrik are so attractive because they are sort of yeah. nicely nerdy and cute and like packaged well. Right. And I feel like. Yeah, Tyler knows. No, I agree. Looking. I think ego is if like. If you're listening, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you are hot, but sorry. <laughs> Unattractive personality. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Now, I remember mm, a week ago, I was in the spa having a very serene moment with my mother. We were at the Hammam Spa, you know, getting like a Turkish bath, all the things. And it was actually crazy timing because I just happened to go back into the locker to like grab a new towel or something. Yeah. And I hear my phone like vibrating. I was like, what? And I see Tori's FaceTiming me, and I'm, like, picking up in the public, like, changing room. And I'm like, hello? She's like, you're not going to believe what just happened. You're not going to believe what just happened. And you're like, I needed to call you. I was like, what, what? <laughs> and then she proceeds to share that she just interacted with 
the one and only David Dobrik, which oh. we love. I mean, who doesn't love David Dobrik? We I watch know. his videos all the time. I know. So walk everyone else through the David Dobrik iconic encounter. Yeah, so it was really funny because we the should night clickbait this episode and just say Tori Webster is now friends with David Dobrik. Totally. Love he it. would do that. So I'm I'm, I'm going to do, do it back. It back. <laughs> so basically, the, the night previous, it was funny because we were hanging out a lot with one of our old friends, Alexa Losi. She's like an OG YouTuber, mm. super awesome. I have been watching her back her in the day. Time. Yeah. Um, we met five Coachellas ago, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm counting. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. We met many years yeah. ago. Anyways, so Alexa knows David and has known him a very long time because she's kind of grown up in that L.A. scene. Yeah. Before he was even David, she was already kind of friendly with him. And it was funny because the night of the awards, we ended up at In-N-Out, obviously. And it was 2 a.m. and we're wearing our gowns sitting in this In-N-Out. That's like, so iconic. Burgers. Yeah, hilarious. And we were like, oh my god, we should be David right now and like buy everyone's burgers. Like we like walk in wearing gowns, but I was like, we're not vlogging it for anyone. Yeah, it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it if it's not on camera then. Totally. I can't be nice unless it's recorded. <laughs> I mean, we were totally kidding. But so anyway, <laughs> so anyways. Um, <laughs> you get a burger. I know. You get animal style fries. I know, so funny. So then Alexa was chatting about David because I think I brought him up. And she was like, oh yeah, I've known him for so long. Like I, I asked him out on a date like three years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, like, and she's like, I just think, like, everyone loves him. Like, this is yeah. just his, like, thing. Um, so anyways, Alexa, I hope you're not listening. I'm not trying to, like, put you on blast. Oh, God, yeah. Was that exclusive info? No, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, whatever. Like, they're still friendly. It is what it is. So, I mean, he's not dating anyone, is he? Anyways, You whatever. would know better than me. So, I don't know. So, I don't know. I always wanted him to date Natalie. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. I digress. Okay, so... Uh, so that night we're chatting about him and she goes, oh, that's so weird. My friend's actually texting me. They're going to like an after party. Why don't we go? I think mm. David's there. Cause they're all again, like in that same circle. Yeah. And I'm looking at Madison. I'm like, we gotta go. We gotta see David. But at this point it's like two 30 in the morning. Madison was coming off of a cold that I now have. And speaking of, yeah, uh, no, I, I will move I over. I a lot better. But so Madison's coming off a cold. We had had a long night at the awards. And she said, you know what? Do you mind if we just go home? Like, let's just Right, and wrap you're staying up. with Madison. It's not like Yeah, I'm staying to... with Madison. So it's not like I'm, like, going off on my own to Gallivant. So I, I said, of course, no worries, all good. So we leave Alexa. And then we wake up in the morning to a voice note from Alexa, which is, honestly, you need to get into this voice note Yeah, thing. why don't we do that more? I don't know, but it's so iconic. She sends a voice note, and she's like, so Tori is going to be very upset. I walked in. David was there. Like she like <laughs> sends this whole thing, and I'm like standing there, like Madison. I'm so sad. Anyway, so time goes on. I get over it. That evening was an after after party of the revolve. Excuse me, the revolve awards. Right. Uh, and it was just Wait, like sorry, a house so was party? David at the original Revolve no. after party? No, it was a different yeah, random party. completely. It was the next day at the Revolve Social Club that it was more like a house party. Okay. Because it was this girl's birthday. And so they were throwing her birthday, like Revolve partnered oh. with this other influencer who was friends with all those people. Ew. So the guest list was really different because it was like 50%, you know, industry people, but then 50% of just like Their LA friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. So I walk in and I haven't even been into the actual party yet. I'm just waiting for the bathroom. I just walked in the back door of the Revolve Social Club. I'm like standing there. And Madison's to the left of me, so I'm, like, nearest to where the party would be. But it's, like, quiet. Okay. It's, like, a hallway. Like, you're just chilling. It's, like, a house. And so David walks around the corner, but I haven't even seen him yet. So I'm Wait, just, like, talking to Madison. Wait, were you expecting him to be here? This is completely no. right. No. Oh, okay. So this is even worse. I'm just so taken <laughs> off guard. So I'm chatting with Madison facing this way. And someone taps on my shoulder, and they're like, hey, are you in line for the bathroom? And I turn around. <laughs> and it's David Dobrik. <laughs> and 
What do you say? <laughs> hey, what do you hello, say, David? David. <laughs> what do you say? I'm ready for my vlog squad. What do you say to David? Just, yeah, man, I'm in line to shit my pants. Like, <laughs> like, what do you say? I ate some quinoa. She's going to blow. <laughs> so I look at him and I say, yes, I am. <laughs> but I feel um, like it was more like, yeah. I don't actually, I wish I was more or clear Or were you playing about, it cool? No, I, I was totally cool. I didn't act like I even recognized him. I didn't act, I'm pretty good at that. Like, I'm. Could you imagine someone goes, hey, where's the bathroom? Oh, my God! <laughs> David! And so I played it off. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was like, oh. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm in line. And, he, and, then, and then he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, sorry. And then my friend said, oh, your Canadian's showing. And then he kind of laughed. And then he's like, no worries. And then he walked away because he saw, like, another group of friends. But like, that five seconds was the best five seconds of your life, baby. It was beautiful. And then it was funny because, like, he is sort of introverted. Like, he spent the rest of the party just kind of on his own in the corner. All mm. of his vlog squad was there. They're just as crazy as they seem in their videos. Well, I always find it interesting because I listen to the Views podcast, like, David yeah. and Jason's. And I think Jason is also hilarious. Was he yeah. there? No. If Jason was there, I think oh. I told you this, that I would have gone up to him because Jason is he so understands funny. the fandom. Like, I feel like I get it. I think David is maybe at the stage in his career where a random girl coming up to him at a party and saying, I love your vlog. Well, it's also nothing new. It's not like, new and it's yeah. not exciting and it's like, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So. That's hilarious. Well, I feel like I kind of get it though because I listened to his, their podcast. Where was I going with this? Oh, about him being a bit more introverted. Like, he always says that he doesn't really drink. Like, he lets his friends do all that, but he's just there to, like, be the director to capture totally. the moments. He goes to the party, gets the shot that he wants, and then he goes home and edits it. Like, he doesn't have time to... Not that he doesn't have time he to have fun, like but, like... He does slightly uncomfortable, He's yeah. on the job. Like, like he's yeah, there for he's a reason. Just, like, he does seem, like, not uncomfortable, but, like, yeah, there is a fly on the wall not actually trying to be in the party, if that right. makes sense. So, yeah, I could see that. So, it was really funny because the vlog squad was, like, standing there... And the two guys that are like crazy, what are they, Todd? And I forget their names, but whatever. Zane? Yeah, and they're yeah. standing there. And then I just like happened to walk by. I like had left the bar and I walked by and I was alone. Like there was like a opening, but there was like a few other girls like behind me. And it's funny because as I walked by, I was like, oh my God, it <laughs> smells like literal poo. It smells, I know what story you're going to share. This is so funny talk. so gross. Like I'm thinking this. Like, without, whatever. I'm like, ew, someone like <laughs> shit their pants. And then literally Zane or Todd or one of them was like, oh my God, that girl had a lot of beans for dinner. But, but it was talking me. about you. And I was like, Oh, I'm not ever going to be in the vlog squad. You turn around and go, no, I didn't. It wasn't me, I swear. <laughs> but then I was like. That's exactly what someone who ate a lot of beans would exactly. say. <laughs> so also, like, whoever smelled it, dealt it. It was like a man's disgusting <laughs> odor. I know for a fact it was one so, of them. David Dobrik thinks you're continually just shitting and just in the line for the bathroom. <laughs> Todd and or Zane thinks you eat too many beans. Is it? You're just never invited back. This is truly why Potty Talk was born, yeah. so I could share these stories. But I also think it's so funny. Like, you see all these... Like, I was watching your stories on Instagram, like, just staying updated with what you were doing, and then I hear these stories in the back, and you're like, ah, oh, right. It's the whole classic Instagram is. versus reality, it which is. is the beauty of life. The reality part is where life lies. Like, it's well, the fun the, part of it's it. It's the fun part, and it's also the hilarious part yeah. of it. Like, what am I supposed to do? Make a story at this party. So the vlog squad thinks I shat myself, <laughs> and David asked me where the bathroom was. And all I said was, yeah, I am in line for the bathroom. <laughs> it's like, I think the story's way better than it well, is. Yeah, so to take it back to my story, I'm at the spa. I pick up the phone, and Tori quickly doesn't even tell me the bean story. That would have had me chuckling. Yeah, true. She just goes, David Dobrik just asked me if I was in line for the bathroom, and I said, yeah. And then that was it. I was like, 
amazing news, like great work. And then I just hang up. I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go back. I have a massage to do. But I was like, I, shocking I, if news. If I had like even one more moment, I think I would have been like chill about it, and I would have been like, oh, David, I really like love your vlogs. Like, I think yeah. I would have like totally. Oh, I I don't have shame about I was gonna that. Say, I'm but totally I also know my place. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna go up to him at the party. David? Just so you know, yeah. I watch your video. No, exactly. I agree. So it's there like is a time if the and place. moment was there, I would have taken it, but. Mm. No, I, I totally agree. I think you did like the right thing and I think you played it cool. I don't think you could have seized the moment any better. I think you did a good thing. I think. And yeah. I agree. I think just walking away after being I, called I a shitty, smelly said, bean. David, you can go first. No. So I can walk into the bathroom after you. It's just gross. Oh, yeah. That would ruin the illusion. Yeah. No, you let it be. You just let it be. But anyways, yeah, L.A. was fun. I mean, it's funny because in Toronto, you would never have these stories, obviously, of, like, you know, the Davids mm -hmm. and the Tyler. And then we can just the repurpose their names and get clicks and use them for clickbait. So there it is. And they'll never come after us. Cause yeah, they're, they're never going to see these videos ever. <laughs> oh, my God, there's a child. Oh, my God, there's lots of... Whoa. Where are they coming from? Because that's the, the women's bathroom. <laughs> that's so weird. Again, uh, the fishbowl. So we just get distracted every time we're here. It is so funny, too. I feel like when you have those moments with people where it is less personal. Well, I never feel bad to, like, talk about those stories and, like, share them on a public platform like this. Because it's like, oh, I don't actually, like, know them. It was just, like, a hilarious yeah. interaction. Yeah. And then it's and funny because I feel like... I'm not shit-talking because oh, no. I don't know them. Like, no. literally, it's like a fan running into someone. Well, like, that's, that's literally That's what the I'm scenario. saying. Those stories are always way more easier to share and more fun to share because you actually don't know them and you're not friends with them. It's totally. always the stories when you actually... I feel like have the true tea on someone or it's like a real moment. It's like, oh, that I'm not sharing. Like, yeah. Always the things that I feel like we talk about are the things that are, oh, like it's a quick interaction. It's a funny little story. And yeah. We're just saving better stuff just for our eyes and ears only. Yeah. I mean, actually nothing happened mm -hmm. on that trip that I haven't shared. Yeah. Was there any like juicy like. Not really. Mm. I mean, Paris Hilton was there. She's so cool. Did I you get to her. talk to her at all? I just told her I loved her as I she walked you. by. You're hot. Paris, I love you. That's hot. I really like Paris. I think she's she's interesting because I, I find feel her like fast. She, she she's the first get enough credit. Well, she is the influencer. She's the original like yeah. celebrity. Yeah. Like really creating a brand. Well, if it wasn't for her, it wouldn't be Kim Kardashian. It wouldn't be everyone else after that. Like she no, was totally. so pivotal. And it's also almost just unfortunate because I feel this way actually a lot about like not only Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, like all of those people, but also like the Hill stars, like all of that. Like they were almost yeah. too early. It was before social media, so they didn't almost get like the clout that they deserved it's because true. at this stage it almost feels like not that they're forgotten about, but that time has passed. Yeah. And there's the new wave of people who have the social media following because it's interesting. I feel like nowadays because of Instagram and YouTube and all those things, you stay updated with people even beyond whether it's a show you watch them on or if it yeah. was a vlog that you love them in. Since you are following them, you become invested in them and you follow them basically forever. Like, it's rare that I would unfollow a celebrity or someone that I looked totally. up to just randomly. Like, I just keep on going with them. Yeah. So now it's it's interesting. I feel like the longevity of a celebrity will be a lot longer than it was, it's say, true. with, like, a reality TV show that didn't have any social media backing it up. Because once the show was off the air, then you kind of forgot about it's them. It's kind of like Jersey Shore. True. Like, they were so famous when the show was yeah. happening. But again, it was almost just a little bit before. It was, like, before. a little too early. Yeah. And, like, it's not like we were, like, them behind the scenes seeing their, like, vlogs of them at the shore. Like, totally. that would have been a really interesting show to have seen blow up. When with social, with yeah. social media, yeah. yeah. No, it's super fascinating. Yeah, it is. I mean, the Kardashians did it all because they came up with it. So, totally. I mean, iconic. And that's the thing. And 
that is also what's so fascinating with the time of age we're in because no one's fully like done it or like lived their whole life and died. Like there's no like end date to it. We don't it's know true. how it what it looks like. So it will be fascinating to see if the Kardashians even have the same level of legacy? stardom and yeah. legacy in 10 years, in 20 years, in 40 years. Because what are they now? Like season 14 or something season crazy? like 16 or 17. Of the show. Yeah. And like the reality is I don't see that going anywhere. Like totally. Like maybe the show portion, like they could be done but, soon. But, but not even because you think eventually it'll just go down to their kids and it's going to be north and like, because what were Kylie and Kendall when they were on the show? Like eight or nine when they start like they were yeah. young I mean, like the kids are already on it like north is already on yeah show. but that's what i'm saying like once she becomes more yeah. of like not not a human but like but a character yeah you know like yeah. when like they get a bit older and like get it a bit more like i feel like the show will just transfer onto them interesting and all of those kids are also all the same age like all of the different cousins and stuff so oh they're God, gonna be the whole Brady next bunch. wave of people yeah wow brilliant yeah no it's it's super fascinating what about you? I mean, I've talked about all this wild fun. What what did you do when I was Yeah, gone? no, honestly, I was just chilling. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like the past month has been good in a sense because I feel like I finally have gotten, I feel like I was talking about this with you, like a good yeah. balance of like, I've been taking my Fridays off, Saturdays, Sundays, and then all of a sudden, like two weeks ago, work just got so crazy busy, yeah. which is like obviously awesome. I love when things are busy and there's lots of projects on the go, but it felt like everything got approved and greenlit all at the same time. So then there was like 10 things that I had like really quick deliverables and turnaround times. And then it goes to the point where it's like, okay, it's like do or die. Yeah. Well, yes, I did have a breakdown, but like I'm free focused, but it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I've got to wake up like at 6.30 every day, yeah. start filming, then get ready for the podcast, then come here I and then know. edit this. And then you're on until like 12 o'clock at night and then you just like go Die. to bed to sleep and then you wake up just to work again. So it's good because I do see an expiration date on it on December 15th, which is my birthday. That's when everything's due. So it should all be done by then, which will be great. Um, and I am going to take two weeks off over Christmas. I've been doing this the past like year. Yeah. Actually, just last year I took two weeks it. off. Yeah. Last, I was, I think, really overwhelmed this time last year. So I like was like digital cleanse for two weeks and like literally didn't go on my phone. Um, which was like I think good or like didn't go on social media I guess I like deleted all those apps oh, so I, I like just that. like if you need me text me but like that's it and that was definitely good for me at the time I don't think I'm gonna be as like vigilant about that now Hardcore, yeah yeah I'm just gonna like oh I'm not gonna like pressure myself to be posting or like sharing yeah. everything like it's nice to just step back and have a moment totally um and then I'll, I'll feel recharged for the new year so that'll be good but yeah no it's definitely just been like it's been a bit of a hustle right now and mm -hmm. it's always so fascinating too because it's always like. You do kind of feel like, I guess, a little bit of pressure to upkeep, like, oh, keep my stories exciting or, like, keep sharing mm -hmm. on, like, Instagram. And it's like, I literally have no time for it because all I'm doing is work and that's not exciting to share. Right. So, and even in terms of, like, ads coming up. And I've always felt, I've never felt, like, guilty about doing ads or anything. Like, I feel like we're in the same wavelength. Like, I'm not going to work with a brand I don't want to work with. Right. And I work with brands that I do want to work with. So, and also, I've never let, like, I personally don't feel that whenever I've done, whether it be a sponsored YouTube video or an Instagram post or whatever, I don't feel like it ever takes away from the content. It's like, oh, it's a video I would already make, so I'm just going right. to integrate this key messaging or whatever. Right. So I've never had any, like, guilt of doing that. But now that I have all these deals mm. coming up, I'm like, oh, there's going to be, like, four back-to-back -back sponsored videos. There's going to be, like, six Instagram posts that are going to be sponsored. And I've been really lucky. I don't feel like you guys and my audience is ever, like, oh, look at her doing another ad again. Like, right. normally people, like, I think people get it nowadays for the most part. And I am lucky that my audience is, like, chill about that. But there is like yeah, a little I bit of. I feel like my audience is not. I don't think my audience likes ads. Mm. I've always kind of known that though. But yeah, comment below. I don't know. I I get it. Like I don't love ads. Do you <laughs> see? I I have no problem if it I makes like sense for the person. Ads. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if it makes sense for the person and 
like, I don't know. I shouldn't say I don't like ads because that's untrue. I, I like ads. I just, there's so many ads that I've seen as of late that are so poorly done that bring the industry down and that's what bothers me. I don't it's think more, it brings the industry down. I think it makes that person look bad and they don't work with them ever again. Like, I think the value speaks to, yeah. you know, your return clients. Like, if I'm working with a brand for true. three years plus now, it's like, hey, I know what we're doing is good. It's performing totally. well. My audience likes it. Like, totally. I feel great about the content. Like, and I feel like I've also held myself to a higher standard of like, okay, if this is sponsored, it better be extra, extra it better good. Be, I'm the exact same. Yeah. Like I will, sh for the most part, shoot like way more for an ad than I would for just a normal like photo or a normal mm -hmm. video. Like I'll put way more time and effort into it, which is almost so hilarious because they never perform as well. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Do you feel like your ads don't perform? They. I, I wouldn't say on. that. Yeah, it depends on what it is, mm -hmm. but I would typically say that organic content performs better than an ad. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I had, um, I just did a makeup video. It's not like live yet. Maybe I'm sure it will be by the time this is out. Yeah. But it's interesting. I feel like it's the style of content that a brand wants to get on board with that will perform well. So I guess, for example, I mean, I'll speak about this, I guess, without, <laughs> without mentioning any uh, names. Names, yeah. But, um, there are situations where, uh, even recently, a brand was like, hey, we want to do this. We see these st these styles of videos are really popular in your channel. We want to integrate our product into it. Are you game? I'm like, yes, this sounds great. You're right. totally aligned with everything I believe in. I would be using, I use your products anyway. Right. So amazing. You want to pay me to talk about it? I've been using it anyways. Totally. Stunning news. And then they come back and they go, actually, we want you to do it this way. Lately in our commercials, we use this kind of colors, these products. And I was like, whoa, 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 let's, like, let's hop on a phone call, chat this through. Like, I don't think that's the right move. Like, yeah. I know. Like, if we're talking about performance and you're talking about how you like my style, let it live Well, totally. In my style. So we basically hopped on a call and I was kind of explaining, like, I understand that you are a legacy brand that has, like, 50 plus years of experience with marketing and making your commercials. And yeah. I respect that. And I totally see the value in that. But also, we're doing a collaboration, which means we both need to come together and both bring our adequate skill sets and, you know, mix that together to create a great piece of content. Totally. So you need to be giving me my 50% of, you know, wiggle room there. And I'm telling you, hey, my audience is not going to like that. I don't think I should be dressing up my bedroom and putting, like, staged pieces and, like, colors and, like, wearing these weird things so that way it looks aligned with your commercials that are out right now. Like, that doesn't make sense. My audience doesn't care about that. Right. That's not you're putting the effort into the wrong part of it. Like, give me the key messaging that you want me to say. That is important. That's what people will remember. What right. I say about the product or like what, hey, this product has this charity work. Like, those are the things that are memorable, not the fact that I like am using their color scheme as my t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. So it was an interesting discussion of being like, hey, you have to trust that I know my audience totally. because I'm the one that's interacting with them on the daily. I'm commenting with them. I see their responses to things. And through trial and error of my four years of being on YouTube, I know what performs well and what doesn't. So it was having that conversation. I feel like after I explained that, they were a bit more receptive. But ultimately, in this specific situation, they ended up saying, hey, so we originally came to you with this idea wanting you to do a similar style, which you normally do. Right. But we decided we wanted you to, but we ended up deciding as a company, we want a more specific video with you doing X, Y, Z. And I was like, guys, we can do that. I know you initially had, say, whatever, 100,000 views in mind, which these other types of videos get. But this style of video, it is a new format. I don't think it'll get the same amount of eyeballs. So if your view is to get the biggest reach, this format, I don't believe will get that. Just want to set expectations. I'm happy to do this. This is still a video I would do. Right. But if you're going for the most amount of exposure, this is not the right angle. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we hear you. We get it. We still want to do this. We think it'll be good. I'm like, okay. Right. I'm telling you the facts, but okay. that's cool. 
And we ended up doing it their way, which was like totally fine. It yeah. was still a video I was really proud of. Right. But it got about a quarter amount of the views that the original concept I know would have gotten. I know. So there are certain points, and I think that's something I have to learn in business because I am so invested, obviously, in my, in my work and all of that. So it's learning when to give and take. And it's like, you know what? They understood that. I told them everything I needed to. I set yeah. the expectation. So it is what it is. But I guess it's also understanding that, and this is a conversation I also have with companies and brands and within ourselves, is that I guess numbers views specifically don't necessarily equate to sales, sales or customer conversion. Totally. It's like I could have 100,000 people watch this makeup tutorial that I do, but if I am, I don't know, actually that was a bad example, I should say. There could be, I don't want to use myself as an example, there could be this other YouTuber that <laughs> does gets a million views on a tutorial, Yeah. And maybe people are there more for their personality or what they're talking about, and they're not really there for their makeup skill set. They're just doing like get ready with me or whatever. Right. And I can tell you, like, no one's buying that foundation. Like, girl's not applying it nicely. She's not doing any favors. Right. Like, whatever. And that's fine. Like, it is what it is. Whereas, say, I do a makeup tutorial, say if it gets, like, 50,000 views or whatever, and it's like I know I'm coming at it from a makeup artist approach with pro tips and explaining the products and showing the value. I'm not just doing, like, a get ready with me and chatting yeah. through a story time or whatever. And it's like I know the value that I inherently hold with not only like my expertise, but also just like, yeah, like what I'm doing. And, and not, I don't mean that in like a full of yourself way, but just like I know that I'm selling a product better and not that I'm making the video to sell the product, but right. it's like anyone, like it's like how I would buy products. If I was watching a video of, I used to watch like Pixie Woos who were these makeup artists um, from the UK and they would just explain the product so well and like they were makeup artists and I just believed in them and I could see like the transformation yeah. and I just believed in it and I would go out and that's how I started building my kit and things like that. So it's interesting. So you can have say a million eyeballs but then 10 people go out and buy that mascara or 50,000 views, 50,000 eyeballs or whatever and then half of them go out and buy that mascara. So yeah. you can't always just equate it to like, oh, views are amount of sales or views are good. It's like, well, not really. It's really the quality of the content. and Totally. So I think that goes back to my original point of I like an ad when it's good. Yeah. Like, it, that, that's the thesis. It's like, if, it's, if it makes me think about the product without feeling like it's being shoved down my throat, I'm trying to think of someone who mm -hmm. does it really well. Um, I mean, I think David does it really well. We were Seek sitting Geek. in New York. I mean, yeah. we're talking about him a lot. But, like, yeah, like, he partners with mm -hmm. SeatGeek and he talks about it so, I don't know, it's so friendly. It doesn't feel shoved down your throat. And he just says, hey, if you're ever going to buy tickets, just use SeatGeek. And, like, we were in New York looking for tickets for a show and we're like, okay, we could just use SeatGeek. He has a code. Right. We get $20 off. Like, and it works. And yeah. he's not sitting there saying, okay, this video got 5 million views. 5 million people are going to use SeatGeek. But I'm sure on the back end, they see probably hundreds of thousands yeah. of people I use that code. I think something with him, too, it's like the consistency and having SeatGeek always being the brand on board whenever yeah. he gives a car. Like, I always say this, whatever, especially with brands that I'm working with, I'm like, I think there's so much more value in consistency. I would much rather work with one partner totally. on five videos totally. throughout the year versus five different partners totally. every single month. And sure, I think it's great to diversify who you're working with, but I also see there's so much inherent value of just working with a consistent brand. Totally. You think of someone like Jennifer Aniston. She is so specific with throughout yeah. the years who she's Smart ever. Smart water. Smart water. Smart water and Aveeno. Yeah. That's, that's it. For it. the last like 10 years. Yeah. And you know now, when you see Smart Water, I think of the ad of Jennifer Aniston, you know? Yeah. And there is something to be said for that, that association. Totally. Yeah. So it's interesting. I don't know. Ads are interesting. Come Anyways, I have nothing about exciting that. about my life. Basically, that was that whole story. My life right now is fully work. Ads. <laughs> ads and work, which is fun, ads. and I love it. And it, But it is a bit of a crazy, crazy grind right now. Yeah. But it's good. 
It, it, does, it always complicates it a little bit when you're not creating organic content because it means that it starts to fall into more of our like acting roles where we're like <clears throat> memorizing key messages and like mm -hmm. especially in the YouTube space. Mm -hmm. Especially in the YouTube space, you can't just... Um, Who was that? <laughs> Don't know. Nope. Um, especially in the YouTube space, you can't just make a video <laughs> and not have that stuff memorized. Like, do you write out yeah. scripts and then... And then try to memorize it no, or... No, no, I never do scripts. You just do key messaging, have it in your head, repeat it in your own words. So what I always do, I actually, I love the Notes app on my phone know, saves so my good. life. Yeah. So right now I have a list of my upcoming partnerships, right. what I have to do, the timelines, when those are due for approval to send to the client. And then I have like a separate note of each brand. And inside I have like my contractual, yeah. my contractual, contractual, contractual. Obligations. Contractual. That's it. Contractual. It's the R's inside. Fuck, the speech impediment. <laughs> contractual obligations. Contract I'm also half asleep right now. Uh, you did seem very tired this morning. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm totally fine. I'm just tired. Okay. Just <laughs> I could sense it. Yeah, no, I'm just Energy tired. Energy levels low. Yeah, I'm like totally happy, just like a little tired because he's in a little nap. Um, also I'm maybe totally happy, off. I swear. I I'm really happy. I'm fine. I'm just a little overworked right now. <laughs> Look at eye twitch. Um, no, I also meant to make coffee this morning and then you I didn't. didn't. Yeah. And I'm not like reliant on coffee, but on a day like today, I'm like, could have used it. Well, it's also like rainy and dark. It's yeah. hard to like get it going. Yeah, my house was so cozy. Um, oh, I'll write my obligations, my deliverables, like, okay, I need to do, include product close-ups, I need yeah. to, whatever, hit these three main points. Yeah. And then I know that going in to say the video, and then always, like, when I'm done filming, or, like, I think I'm done, I'm going to go back on, I'm like, okay, did I hit all those things? Cool. And then normally what I'll do, too, is say the brand will, normally brands are really great. They're like, hey, we'll send over t 10, 10 main key messages. Yeah hit at least two or three of them. So whether yeah. it's like, this product is vegan and cruelty free, or this product is, yeah, helps it's not, you. Like, it does, it's not helpful to anyone just reading no, off uh, the messages. Exactly, or like yeah. read a full list, and they let you pick which ones are the most applicable. It's not only you, but your audience, and what you think holds the most value. Right. So I'll always say film, like talking about, say, four of the points, and then when I go to the edit, I'm like, okay, these two ones are the strongest, I think makes the most sense, and then I'll cut out the other two, so that way it's not an influx of information. But then also I have those key messages still filmed, so that way if the brand comes right. back and go, hey, we didn't really think, like, I don't think that one needs to be included. Maybe switch it out. Yeah. But I have to say, lately, also, and maybe this goes to me being more specific about the people that I work with and really yeah. working with people that I truly appreciate working with because you yeah. do spend a lot of time dealing Going with these back and forth. people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, lately, it's been so great, actually, just, like, being on the same page um, of these brands. And typically, I feel like you normally are succumbed to, especially with YouTube when it's a bit longer form content, you're talking about a lot of things. If you're saying one thing that's not aligned They're with the brand, want they change. want it out. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, a, I feel like, a lot more room for edits versus, like, totally. an Instagram photo, whereas that seems to be a bit more streamlined. They're like, hey, good photo. Maybe change this one word in the caption, but it's totally. a lot of a simpler fix. Where totally. with the YouTube video, you have to reshoot something, and yeah. it becomes a bigger ordeal. So always I was like, oh, like, I've got a big sponsorship. I know there's going to be, like, probably some edits or whatever. Yeah. But lately, things have been so clear and concise, and I make sure we're all on the same page before I film. And yeah. I go, hey, like, I never, again, I, I don't really script my videos, but I will, like, say storyboard and say, hey, I'm going to do a, what I eat in a day. I'm going to include yeah. this in the dessert section, and I'm going to say these three things, and um, I'm going to include a shot of me eat. Like, I'll let them know the general just because, I mean, they're paying for something. I don't want to surprise them. Um, but lately, everyone's been, like, so um, aligned, and they're like, hey, like, great video, love it. Maybe just add this to the description, make sure you, like, yeah, but perfect. simple. Have and you found that you've lost any joy creating organic content? Because obviously when, mm -hmm. let's say, for example, these last two weeks, you're overwhelmed yeah. creating video, 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 key message, key message, key message. 
is it hard then to like flip it on its head and be like, okay, how do I just like come up with my own now personal creative video that's like for me and like like my Actually, vibe? Actually, not at all. So it's so interesting. Whatever, I have a list of ongoing things also in the Notes app. Yeah. Great, great app. Yeah. If you're not using it, use it. And I have probably like a hundred different video ideas, whether it's from like another YouTube video that I saw that I like got inspiration from or yeah. like saw this really cool concept or just like whatever conceptualized like something that I thought would do well or be interesting to film. Yeah. So I have like an ongoing list and I have like five different categories. I have my food-based videos, which is more like my vegan, what I eat right. in a day content. Then I have my beauty content, which is like make a be, get ready with me. Totally. Top 10 products you need, things yeah. like that. Then I have my skincare chunk of videos. And then I have my like special effects style of videos. And yeah. then I have my vlog style of videos. So like I feel like I kind of have those five different categories and I write down like different video ideas like right. throughout like the every day. moment of my yeah. life. Yeah. Whenever I think of an idea, I'm like, oh, that's great. Let's write that down. Yeah. And what I always do, and this is I think also why over the past, I'd say year and a half, I've felt particularly great about not only like my YouTube content that I was putting out in general, but like also the sponsorships that I'm doing because yeah. I feel like it's just... There was a state, I would say, like, two years ago where I felt like I had, like, okay, I had to post two videos a week, so I, like, would just get do what I had to do to get done. Right. Whereas now I'm a lot more strategic, I feel like, about it in a smart way, both strategic in the sense of, like, what will perform well, but also what is fun to film and what, like, you can read that no matter how right. much of, like, I'm not that good of an actor. You right. can tell if I'm a no, little I'm more. No, I'm happy to be there. Totally. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, I thought that was a song. <laughs> I thought someone was coming to sing. Yeah, we're here. the hallway. It's Derek. He comes in Jesus singing Christmas Christ. carols. Um, but no, so the past year and a half especially, I felt like really great about it. And so say for example, this is more like my process. Say an email comes in, hey Jacqueline, we know you love XYZ product. We have a campaign coming up. Are you interested in including it in some right. holiday content? So I go back and I go, okay, so actually I can talk about this. This is what I'm working on right now. It'll yeah. probably be out probably out next week, so stay tuned on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a video with a skincare brand that I've like used forever, love their products, what, it's gonna be great. And they were really comfortable with me taking the rein on it. They're like, just let us know what you're planning on doing. We trust you, we watch your videos, we know right. what you're about, we like your vibe, we trust that you will represent us properly. Just include a section about this, like doing sharing the skincare product that yeah. we have, but integrate it however you want. And I was, so I go to my list of video ideas and I go, okay, what would make sense? I've already done an updated skincare routine. That doesn't really make sense. And like, I use so many different skincare products. Like, that's just how it works. So I'm like, hey, what is the proper way to integrate this? So I go to this list and then I see this video idea that I've been wanting to do, which is like five beauty trends that you don't need to do. And then in that list, I'd already kind of broken down the video concept with like, say one trend being, you don't need a 10 step, a 10 step skincare routine to have perfect skin. Right. And you don't need to bake your makeup every day. Like just popular beauty trends that yeah. I feel like Instagram, you know, makes really popularized, I guess. Um, anyway, so I had that concept already and it was great because the whole campaign when this brand approached me was, hey Jacqueline, our whole approach with skincare is simplicity. We really want to hone in that we're not trying to sell you a million products. We just want you to buy one good product that works for you. That's, That's our MO. How can you bring that to life? So I see this video idea. I go, oh, amazing fit. So I can yeah. talk about the idea of, hey, I know we love, like I love the luxury act or the luxurious act of having a million different products. I love doing masks. I love doing this. But it's not essential. If you're someone just starting out in skincare, you don't need to spend $500 on a million different eye creams and elbow creams and like all this stuff. Yeah. And then speaking of this Neutrogena brand that I'm working with, oh, I just said the brand. That's okay. It's coming out next week. The yeah. Neutrogena product that I'm using, they also believe in having just product efficacy and one solid product. Right. So this is the product. This is what I've been using lately. Yeah. Amazing. Just buy one. Don't buy a million. Right. So... Having concepts that flow in so easily makes it feel so normal because that's a video that I was going to film anyways. And the fact that I got to align No, but you so didn't answer my question. What? What was my the question? My question was, so... Does it bring out the... You said, it does it take out the joy? 
No. No, because it fits so seamlessly. No, the opposite. So oh. forget the ads. Cool, amazing, love that oh. it came together. <laughs> but I'm saying love my, the Neutrogena. Yeah, love the Neutrogena. My question is, forget all the ads. Talk about now your organic YouTube content. Oh. Is that content more fun or less fun to film? Mm, not necessarily fun, less or more fun. It's just it's more freeing in the sense because I'm that like... it can just be what you want it to be. Yeah, because obviously say if I'm doing... So for this example of... Or actually, I guess that's not a good example. Another example of a video that I was doing, say I was exclusive to only use that brand of makeup product in the video. It just complicates it. Yeah, so say, and, and say it wasn't just an exclusive tutorial, say I was doing my makeup, but then I was like doing my hair in a video and then like using right. other products. So like, sure, when I'm filming the video, I'm more conscious. When I'm using my hair curler, I'm not gonna have the label sticking out. I'm gonna turn that so that way it looks, you can't see a label on the product. And I'm gonna make sure that I'm not wearing a t-shirt that says Nike. So it's when, just more complicated. Yeah, it's not necessarily complicated, but you're just, just being more aware. conscious of a lot of things. I mean, that's like any, Excellent. That's like Instagram too. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. So it's just like when I'm doing my own videos that doesn't have any brand involved. It's like okay, I obviously don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So you it's like a little be... less mental, like overseeing of the whole project. Right. But yeah, it's not that necessarily one's more fun or the other. That's more like video specific. If the video is more exciting, then right. the, it doesn't matter if it's the sponsored. concept. Yeah. Not necessarily whether yeah. it's sponsored or not. Yeah, but definitely just like it is a little more, I guess, peace of mind because you're yes. not. And that's. That's just how you're it just is. Because like, I can just edit it. Yeah, I can, I or I can say whatever I want. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, um. Interesting. Yeah. No, I've, honestly, I felt like I've been in a really good, I've just like, I love YouTube. I'm such a YouTube yeah. girl. Um, like, I watch it. I feel like I'm on both sides. Like, I'm such a viewer of it. And I, I you Consumer. know, obviously create it yeah. as well. And, um, yeah, no, I'm just the biggest, like, YouTube fan. And I love video content. And it's so funny. I kind of had a moment, actually, like. I was going through, we had to send baby pictures in for the body shop. We're going yeah. on the epic body shop Christmas holiday getaway this weekend, yeah. which is going to be so much fun. We go, it's been the third year now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we go every every time this, this time of year, and it really kicks off the holiday season. So they had asked us, hey, girls, can you send in baby photos? So it was great. So my mom, my mom has all the baby photos back at her home, so she had sent some in. Um, and uh, anyways, it kind of got me looking through baby photos and going through like old videos and like the family home video archives. And it really is so funny. I guess you don't necessarily notice it in the moment, but when you watch back, you're like, oh, this is like exactly what I was meant to do. There was this video when I was 11 or 12 and for my birthday, my mom bought me my first digital camera. Yeah. And I thought it was so cool. And I remember like begging for these Canon, like there was these Canon point and shoots. It was called the Power Shots, I think. And there was like a pink one and a blue one and all these um, different colors. And you see in the video, like I'm so genuinely excited and freaking out. And then ever since I got that camera, I was literally vlogging without knowing what that was, all of our family vacations. Right. And I would edit all these videos and I would make all these home pro or school projects, but I would like make iMovie like video versions of them. And I'm like, yo, like when, why did I think I ever shouldn't be in video creation? That's so interesting. Yeah, no, it's so funny. And it's just, I think it's just great. Like <laughs> I always say this, I'm like, if I ever have a documentary one day in life or something like this was going to be great documentary footage of like, and here is young Jacqueline making her first video. Because totally. I really do have, it's like a clear timeline of me You're like evolving into this. Yeah. What? The Kardashians have so much oh, yeah, childhood yeah, yeah. content. Yeah, so shout out to uh, my mom for capturing all that That's stuff. That's cute. Yeah. I love it. Well, should we do roses and thorns? Yeah, let's do it. Um, do you want to go first? I need to think. Sure. Um, <laughs> a thorn, I guess, would be, yeah, just kind of like getting over this cold. I feel like whenever you have a cold, you're not only like physically tired, but I feel yeah. like you're mentally a little bit exhausted, like just <sighs> moving a little slower, not as inspired by life. So excited to be 100% hopefully by the weekend. Uh, yeah, by our body shop 
Yeah. Uh, Rose would be, um, we're going to the Raptors game tonight. Oh, yeah. Papa Webster's coming along, so that should be super fun. Kind of love doing, like, father-daughtery things that are, like, fun like that because I don't live with them anymore, so having those, like, Oh, nice I guess I should have invited my dad. I didn't even Who ask. Are you bringing? No, I, I didn't even ask her plus one. Oh. They didn't offer, so I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm sure I'll know people there. Probably should have inquired. Um, Danny would have loved that. Yeah, so Daddy-O is coming, and then another rose would be... I had a really good audition on Friday. And oh, like, yeah, you had a big audition. Wasn't it like a yeah, producer was, session or something yeah. like legit? And it's it's interesting because I don't know. I mean, it was a great audition. Whether it goes anywhere, I feel like I can now acknowledge and like be happy when I like do a good job. Mm. And I know it was good. And so that was a rose. I knew it was like really good Oh, that's good awesome. Work, so I was happy about that. Um, a rose bud would be... Uh, I'm going to share on Friday night. With, Wait, shares in town? Yeah, with my aunt and my mom and my sister. We have like a big oh, like mom would love to see family it. night out. Uh, so I'm super excited for that. That's the rosebud. What is on your hand? That? No, you have like cuts all down mm, your hand. Yeah, yeah, those. What is it? That is an old scar. This is the other day. Looks like a knife. <laughs> Was it a knife? What is it? No. Oh, my God. Why are you freaking out? Well, it just looks so weird. It's like three dots, and it's like <laughs> crusted over. No, that's so funny. I feel like I always have, like, scars all over my body. Um, no, it was – so I was filming a video, and I had to film something in my bathroom, and it was, like, a tight – like, my bathroom wasn't very big, and so I was, like, rushing to, like, get a shot of something. And you knocked your hand? And my door handle, like, oh. it, like, caught. And it, like, you know when you, like, know something's painful? I was like, ah, right away. I was like, crap. I knew that was going to leave a mark. But and it did. I mean, it's not, I don't think that's bad at all. It it's looks like, weird. Because then you also have this one. That's, so it looks that's just old, like a yeah. line. Okay, carry on. Weird. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay. Thorn. No coffee this morning. Yeah. Rose. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm trying to be thoughtful. Rose is that I have been efficient. My favorite thing in life is efficiency. It I makes agree. me so happy. And because I have been so busy, I've just been, like, this I'm is why I love being busy because I, I just rise to the occasion. I know. Like, me too. Cool. Who needs sleep? I'll be up for 18 hours working straight and I just do it. I think I was, like, better when I was in university because I was get more, more done. efficient totally. because I was doing more. Yeah, exactly. You have more stuff to do, I so you just do it. I love being busy as well. So, uh, yeah, no, I've been feeling really efficient and just, like, really happy. I've been, honestly been really happy, too. And that's just, like, I feel like you never acknowledge when you are happy because when you you're sad, you're sad. It, yeah. Exactly. When you're sad, you're like, I feel so sad. Life is so hard. Yeah. And you're so aware of how intense it is. But when you're happy, you're just living. You're so present. You're not even, like, consciously, like, I am happy today. I am happy. You're just, like, I just am. Yeah. And, but lately, I've been, like, oh, I'm feeling so happy, you that's know? Good. It's just, like, I've been feeling good. I really have. Um, so that's another rose, and then a rosebud. Okay, I have two. So one, yes, Raptors game. Yes. Oh my god, I have three. I lie, I lie. <laughs> Life is just too good. Um, Raptors game. Actually, maybe I will. Maybe I'll message them and see if Danny can come. That would be so nice. Yeah. We'll see if they can pull it together quick. Um, <laughs> Danny gets his own custom jersey. Wait, that's so funny. <laughs> is Steve going to get a custom jersey? Yeah. Oh, my God. We amazing. Yeah. He's, like, coming for the whole thing. Dinner, the whole nine oh, yards. Oh, that's amazing. Um, oh, poor Danny. If he listens to this, he's going to be like, she did not even inquire. Oh, that's so sad. Danny. No, he's more, I'll of, invite a, you next he's more of a hockey guy. So maybe a hockey email invite him. Nice. Um, 
Another rosebud is we are filming something very exciting after this. We can't even talk about this. Don't acknowledge it. Don't no, talk about I it. No, I wasn't going to say it. I was no, just going to say no. I'm forget she said marking anything. this as just like the day because Fine. this is going to be an Mark iconic it as the day, day. But everyone, don't worry. You'll never know what this is. Until they know. Until you know. <laughs> oh, God. And then another rosebud. I had another one. I don't know. The body shop? That, that is one, but like no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's it. I'm already over my limit. All that right. was that was too fun. Love it. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for doing <laughs> that's another episode. Uh, this podcast where we shit talk ourselves. Oh my god, the guy what? that was throwing literal poo Poo-poo, on. Poo-poo man. Oh my god, he was throwing no, that's literal feces up. on people. In Wasn't Toronto. he arrested? Sorry, the news plays in the background here. I Anyways. saw someone tweet today. I'm too afraid to go to school when the poo poo man is out. <laughs> Well, thanks for tuning in to Potty Talk, the podcast where we shit talk ourselves. I'm Jack Jack. I'm Tortor. And we will see you next week. Bye. (laughs) People are going to think I'm on drugs this episode. I was so dead at the beginning and now I'm wired up. I can tell you were very tired this morning. You brought a poor energy into the room, I was going to tell you. When did I bring a poor energy into the room? You did. When? First When I said set up the audio. No, just the second I saw you. Poor energy. What did I even say? I could just tell you were under the under the gun. I was in the rain, coming out from the rain, walking and making you my white shoes gun. dirty. You really want to, what? What do you have to say? Well, you, you weren't just like, good morning. Like, it was just very, like. Morning. Yeah. It was underwhelming. Sup. As a partner, I expected more from you. Oh, my God. Keep this in. I want people to see how rude you are to me mm-hmm. when I'm just being myself. You want me to perform? You want me to fake it? Hey, Tori. Happy morning. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, bring a better energy. My energy was great. I just was not as talkative. Didn't say anything. It comes off negative when you don't talk. What does that mean? It's true. It comes off negative. It's like when you, it's like what I told you when you say bye to people, but you go, bye. Well. You end with a low and that brings people down. Do the Derek. Bring the eyebrows up. I will bring the eyebrows up. And then you go, bye, as opposed to. Bye. Bye, guys. Have a good day. I do end like that. That's a little better. Oh, Usually it's lower. Bye, guys. Have a good day. That's just my voice. But it comes across like, I don't give a fuck. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. I didn't ask. So, maybe (laughs) don't be critical. (laughs) You're nasty. Oh, my God. I've been watching Raven. I was going to say, well, we watched (laughs) an interview of uh, Raven. Oh, God bless her. Her real name is Raven, right? Yeah, Raven Simone. Right. Wait, so her name was Raven in the show? Yeah. Did they make it Raven once they found Raven? This is what pissed me off. So <laughs> the same guy that created Raven and Hannah Montana and Life with Made Boys. Made your show. The same person. Raven got to be Raven. Miley got to be Ro- Miley. Tori got to be Tess. This is a T. I don't hate the name Tess. I know, but it could have been Tori. That's so that would have been sad. so iconic. I know. Did you pitch that ever? No, I should have. Maybe And also, it. they oh all got God. to sing their own theme song. Okay, that I should have done. That I always that thought it I was think you. It was pitched, and then it, it never they go, got approved. Mm, yeah. She wasn't. Uh, we prefer the actual singer. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. That I think was pitched. This is gorgeous. Shouts out to Jenny Bird. I love Jenny Bird. Are you gonna keep all this in? No, this is cut. Why? I don't. No, this is not qual. It's this is the most qual. This is definitely not qual. Comment down below if you think this part of the pod is qual. Keep oh this God. in. I wish I was editing this episode because I would keep this in. See, now you're bringing negative energy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bitches. Bye. <laughs> That's so funny. That episode was such a mess. Bye.